0: everyone, and welcome to your April 2022 Spirit Messages. I can't wait to get into it. I'm going to talk about a couple things first. I don't know how March was for everyone else, but I definitely feel personally victimized from the month of March. If you follow me on Instagram, of course, you know everything that has been going on. But March was really a blur for me. I was required to step away from my business for three weeks and my practice. So all my clients, my programs, my masterminds. And be with family because we had a family emergency. So it feels to me like yesterday, honestly, that I recorded the spirit messages. And I hope you have enjoyed the lecture series that has been running on the podcast all month. Thank you to my podcast editor, Andrea Concrete and Crystals for making those happen. So I didn't have a big gap in the podcast because I love podcasting. This is one of my favorite things that I do in my practice. It's most effortless for me. It's the one that never feels like a burden to do. I just absolutely love this podcast. I know you guys are loving it too. We are actually not that far away from celebrating 200,000 downloads on the Spirit School podcast, if you can believe it. I mean, I can hardly believe it. I know in the big scheme of podcasting, so many people celebrate millions, but mine is a very niche podcast and 200,000 downloads is incredibly respectable. So I wanted to raise my hands to you guys for downloading, for listening, for the incredible reviews, for all the kind messages I get about this podcast. It really helps the energy continue to continue to record and come up with, you know, incredible topics to talk about and of course, the most popular the spirit messages. <laughs> they are for sure the most popular. I was just on Instagram live. I go on Instagram live quite a bit because it's a really great way for me to warm up my vocal cords to start opening up, to get into the power of inspirational mediumship, which is of course what I do during these spirit messages and the feedback, even just every time I hop online, that you guys just love these spirit messages so much. And that just lights my heart up because I really do love doing them. I was very insecure about doing them very early on because I feel very personal. And then also, you know, some of the things that come through me, I personally don't connect with them like, oh, I'm not there. Or that was me like six months ago. But from what I gather based off of your guys's feedback is that it really lands and resonates with you. And that's really what matters. So it took great courage for me to continue to record these and upload them and post them and just trusting, trusting the divine, trusting my own inner compass, my own guidance system that this is needed out there in my audience. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just a side note that if you do love the spirit school messages and you do love the spirit messages by the spirit school podcast, you will love the spirit school collective community. I am starting to do these spirit messages weekly in that space, almost every week, because the next podcast episode is going to be about my goddess week, where I take a week off every single month. Nothing happens during that week, but I do intend on almost every single week popping into the spirit school collective and doing personal spirit messages just for the collective group there. So I'm really excited about that. That's coming in. The other things that we're going to be doing in the Spirit School Collective is I'm starting to do a 12 masterclass series. So it's free for the collective members, but you can also choose to not join the collective and participate in the workshop. So every single month, there will be a new workshop on a new theme, always around the intention of getting you clear, confident, and connected to your own intuition to your own most expansive life that you want to live, overcoming any fear and limitations to really tapping into a life of purpose and meaning and joy. That's the baseline of everything that I create in my programs and my offerings. So every month during the spirit messages, you're just going to hear a little bit about what the workshop is going to be for the month. And there's links in the description. If you want to look into the spirit school collective membership, it's just a month by month experience. So you get to choose to sign up for three months or a year or just month to month. You get to choose your commitment level. And these masterclasses are actually included in that. So this month's workshop is going to be on developing your personal session style. So this is something that is geared towards building your confidence and clarity on how you serve the world of spirit, putting together offerings, understanding your first impressions, understanding what you may be known for, because different mediums are known for different things. And it's not just for mediums, it's for anyone who's doing a session, whether it's coaching or mentoring or kashik or animal communication or Reiki, it all applies understanding your personal session style. And you may not be aware of what you are known for at this very moment. And this class is going to get you clearer on identifying who you are and building out who you want to be and what you want to be known for. So it's all around like legacy, business, as well as personal growth and personal development when it comes to confidence. So the workshop, you can just sign up for the workshop if you want. You get the replay or you can join the collective and it's free. In the collective as well, we're having a 90 minute Q&A on the topic the following week after the class. So you have some time to integrate and digest and process. And then we have a 90 minute Q&A in the community, either based off the topic of the workshop, or you can just ask me any questions you want. It's, I'm totally open. So I'm actually right after I record this, hopping into a 90 minute Q&A in the community as well. We also have a guest mentor this month in the Spear School Collective, who is Lynn Technies who is going to be teaching us about the emotion code technique and methodology. She has been my emotion code practitioner since August, 2021. I have been working with her weekly. The transformations my children have gone under based off of this modality is life-changing. So much so that my son's teacher pulled me aside and said, what did you do? How could things change so drastically? He was actually really struggling with kindergarten to the point where I almost pulled him out to do homeschooling because he was acting up and he just wasn't listening and he would never settle down or participate. And it was a real struggle for the teacher. And every single day I was getting calls from her about his behavior. And I need to fix this and change this. And the principal was calling me. I was stressed out. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to figure out homeschooling because- I want him to succeed and I want him to thrive and I don't want him to like lose all sense of himself or lose his confidence at five years old in kindergarten. So what do I do? I tell Lynn about the issue. She's like, leave it with me, honey. Let me tell you, she did one session for my son and he has not had a bad day since and it has been five months. And when I told the teacher, well, it's a bit woo woo, but this is what we did, you know, trapped emotions that he might be carrying from his lineage or him or you or me released And he completely changed his report card. I sent it out to my whole family. No one has ever seen such a glowing report card. Now, keep in mind he's five, okay? Expectations are managed here. But she actually ended up hiring Lynn for her own children because she was so impressed. And she said to me right before spring break, just a few weeks ago, my son hasn't had a bad day since. So there is something to this method. I can't wait to share her with the collective. So I'm bringing her on as a guest mentor. And that's happening on Saturday, the 23rd where she's gonna demonstrate the technique. She's gonna answer questions, let you know what the emotion code's about. And then we also have a couple other workshops happening, Chakras Run on One with one of our sisters, Rashida, Manifesting with Synchronicity, with Andrea, who's my podcast editor, and Clearing Low Vibrational Energies with Covina, who's also in the community. So just a little plug about the Spirit School Collective. We are really focusing on building this community out. We are in the process of building our own platform to get off of Facebook. I cannot wait to get off of Facebook. So that's going to be happening over the next two months. And I just feel so excited about the space. And I love everybody who's there. And I have so many ideas about what we're going to continue to grow and build into this community and space. So hopefully see you there. If not sign up for the workshop, you'll probably learn something new about yourself. Even if you feel like you're far away from working from the public, it's something that you could really dip into right now to help starting to like identify all your magic, right? That's what this is about. It's not finding all your flaws. It's finding like what makes you special and what separates you from the pack a little bit. I'm excited. This workshop has been in my mind for like six months has a workbook, a 90 minute class with me and replay for life. So that's that. Okay, let's get into the spirit messages here. As I feel into this, one of the first things that spirit was really bringing to my attention was, I don't get the sense that I was the only person to go through a really hard march. One of the things that spirit kept bringing to my attention, even just a few days ago, as my brother started to recover in hospital and I was able to kind of calm down my nervous system and start not going every single day to the hospital, but going every other day and having that space. What Skyla was really saying to me, he's like, Isn't it interesting how much more clarity you have about like who you are and like what you're here to do and your priorities have really shifted? And the way that they phrased it to me exactly was, what in these times of chaos? that we find ourselves, right? So we have like these really crazy times where we are completely out of control and we have these stories that, oh, I can't do this because I don't have enough time or I can't do this because it's competing priority. And then when all shit hits the fan and we need to be somewhere, we make it work. You know what I mean? What I realized through March, and I feel that this is gonna be coming up for people coming into April, is that I always considered myself to be a worker bee to be a entrepreneur first and foremost. Even when I was in the corporate world, I really identified with being a worker. I love working. I love creating. I love being busy in a lot of different ways. And when I had to drop everything and be there for family, one of the big realizations that I had coming out of that time was that I am a family first person. Now, those who are really into astrology... My North Node is in cancer. One of the destinies for me to move out of karma and into dharma is to be that nurturing person and prioritize the nurturing over the drive, over the career, over material gain. And though money is not necessarily what drives me in this business, it's the creativity, it's the output, it's working towards something that always made me feel the most fulfilled having to have this chaotic thing come into my life that made me realize I need to be here now and like fully here and not worry about money and not worry that clients might leave because I'm going to be checked out for a couple of weeks. And all of these fears that I had that kept me so connected into the workspace that I walked away from that experience saying I am a family first person. And that was a huge Shift for me. It was just a reality. It was a truth shift, right? Because my business was fine. I have two people supporting my business. It was running smoothly. Money was still kind of coming in. I wasn't going to go broke from taking like two weeks off. But I tell you, if somebody said to me a couple weeks before this happened, hey, for two weeks, I need you to step away from here and I need help over here. Like, say, my husband said, you know, can you take two weeks off to help me like figure out my next move? I probably honestly would have said, No, I would have been like, no, I have to keep the momentum going. I have like 200 clients right now. They need me over here. But when something is life or death, literally, they did not think my brother was going to survive. And I had to go to the hospital, say goodbye. Like it was very emotional and traumatic. It was such an easy choice to move over here. And I tell you that the things that bothered me before that day, by the time my brother was in a recovery place and I could step away a little bit, that stuff didn't bother me anymore at all. It did not hold the weight it held before this moment where I really started to identify I am a family first person. Now this is going to look very different for other people. For some of you, it may very well be the opposite. It may well be it's family everything. I don't care about setting myself up for a life that sets me up for when the kids grow up and move on. You know, or they become teenagers and they don't need me as much anymore. There's a lot of people with the opposite problem that I have or had had. And what I feel very much spirit is trying to bring through this experience and through this lesson is that sometimes we see chaos as a curse. Sometimes we ask the wrong questions. We ask, What did I do to deserve this? Is this karmic? Did I do something wrong to someone? And now this is happening for me. When we get on the other side of these experiences, we can realize who we were before. The experience and who we were after the experience and what I get the sense the world of spirit is showing us is saying sometimes you're not making the shift sometimes you're not seeing the healing that needs to be done because you're so close to it. And then when you come on the other side of something you have no control over, you're just fundamentally changed as a person. And again, using that concept that we are surrounded by multiple truths at once and multiple truths that make perfect sense, that may be conflicting in some way, that we get to choose our truth. We get to choose our belief because the truth is a lot of people did leave my container. And the truth is not every single client was really happy or supportive before this happened to my brother. That's where all my truth would have been. It would have been that storyline. It would have been that experience, that evidence of I can't step away and things will be tickety boo. Right. Or I can lean into that truth that after this, things that used to bother me and drain me that I really don't have to control over if somebody leaves or stays doesn't hold any weight in my energy anymore. Right. I hope you can kind of follow me with this with this example. So If you are like me and coming out of the cave, coming out of like the darker times, you know, you've seen my Instagram, you've listened to my last spirit messages. Like they're not all love, light and rainbows. Like I typically love to operate because that's a fun place to be. What can we get from these chaotic experiences? What can we get from riding through with as much grace and dignity as possible? The experiences that we have no control over. We get to pick our truth on the other side. So if you're somebody who has a little bit more of a natural negative bias, tendency, you will likely see everything that went wrong in that situation. And if you are somebody who leans more into a positive bias, you're usually one or the other, like my husband's a negative bias person, I'm more of a positive bias person. I'm able to actually easily see the beauty that unfolded through those not so great and traumatic experiences Right. But if I'm in a victim mindset or if I'm like, you know, on my hell week or my PMDD time, I can guarantee you I'm going to see everything that went wrong during that time. So all this to say around spirits messages is sometimes we find ourselves the next level of our authentic selves in these times of turmoil and chaos. And then on the other end of it, we get to pick our truths. We get to pick what we carry with us. That is our Divine choice and our divine right. So, if you're stewing on it and sitting in misery, that's probably your fault. <laughs> it's very true, though. It probably is because we get to choose our beliefs. The other thing, Spirit, really inspired me. I was wondering how these two things would really tie together, but the way that they're bringing this through to me, I'm like, oh, this actually ties really perfectly. Is around control. Control was the second word that Spirit brought me, and what they're speaking through me right now is that we have things so backwards for the most part. Right. And I'm going to speak to this from a place of I trust that everybody who's drawn to listen to this will resonate with this in some way. So there might be a few disclaimers along the way, but spirit makes me feel that oftentimes we're trying to control things that are out of our control and we're completely apathetic to things that we can control. It's like we have it backwards. So one of the examples that they were bringing to me as I was like doing my hair and makeup was that's what I do to get ready for spirit, by the way, is I'll I'll do my hair and makeup. I wear no makeup any other time than when I'm on video. And that's my way to tell the world of spirit. Okay. I'm starting to prepare to get ready. And one of the examples they gave me was like readings, like doing readings. It doesn't matter what type of readings you're doing, whether it's mediumship, psychic, angel, you know, Reiki, animal communication, doesn't matter. So often we are trying to control the experience and the outcome, right? We are sitting there trying to control what's going to happen in that reading and the aftermath of it, meaning the client leaves full of joy and just like their life was changed. And we spend so much energy trying to control that when we have no control over that. Like we have no control over who the world of spirit is going to bring through, what they're going to bring through, who's going to show up, who's not going to show up. Like that's, In a lot of ways, you know, the creator's plan and spirit's plan, a lot of different complex layered reasons why that would transpire. We also have no control over what other people's experience of us is going to be, right? We have no control over it. We could people please until we make ourselves sick and still people will not enjoy their experience with us. But we work so hard to control that aspect. Of what other people experience of us and that we want them to like us. We want them to like the experience with us in that reading setting, using that example. Whereas on the other side, there were so many people miserable in what they're doing for their life's work. So many people. Like if I were to put some arbitrary number on it, like 70% of the people are not doing what they want to do and they feel stuck and they don't make changes. And that is something we have complete control over. We have complete control over where we choose to work, who we work for, what we're doing in our life to some extent. You know, I do want to gain speak on privilege in a sense where I understand that there are, you know, people in the world based off of their circumstances who can't up and leave, who can't leave a job without finding another job. I recognize and I understand that that was me for a long time as well. But I'm talking to the people who are going to be drawn to listen to this podcast. Again, the disclaimer, I'm not trying to speak to almost 8 billion people through Spirit Messages. Usually there's about 3,000 people that download this episode every single month. And I'm speaking to you, 3,000 people. You do have control over how you spend your days, who you spend them with, what you spend them doing. And we act as if we have no control. Yet we're hyper-controlling over here. You know, like in the marriage, like I can't change my husband I can maybe ask for some shifts, but it's his choice, his free will, if he wants to make those changes, right? I can't control him. I can control like how I show up. I can control how I respond. I can control if I choose to stay or leave. Just as a really poor example, I have no intention of leaving my husband, but you know, so spirit really made me feel very aware that a lot of you need to hear this. Where are you trying to hyperfixate and hyper control things that you have no control over? And where are you feeling lost and apathetic and not making movement during experiences that you have complete control over? So it's almost like the world of spirit is asking us in April to really sit down and take a little bit of inventory around this. So like when I look forward to the calling my business program that's launching in May, what do I have control over here? I would love if 50 people would sign up. That's a dream. That's like, I get 50 people for the initiation every single time. But why do I have this hard time believing I could get 50 people for the calling, which is spiritual entrepreneur. It's not even niche. It's not even just for mediums. It's for anyone who wants to start a business, right? And deal with the spiritual side and the energetics of it all. So I can sit here, and I have done this in the past, hyper fixating on those 50 people I want to call in, or I could focus on creating amazing content that when I'm in the energy of it, it just magnetizes. It just becomes that magnetizing. All I can control is how I show up and the actions I take towards building out an incredible program and experience for whoever is drawn to it, whoever is drawn to it. But before I used to try to control how many people would come in right? And like, would this be a good investment? Like I put maybe a hundred hours into building the initiation, right? That's a huge investment for me. So the old story was very much. I need like 50 people to make this financially like viable or to make it make sense. I can't control that, right? All I can control is like, did you need a hundred hours? That was actually my choice to build it out and spend a hundred hours building it out. I could have done it differently. I could have done it all live, right? Every single time. But the truth is, I don't like saying the same thing all the time. I find it very boring. (laughs) And if I'm bored, I'm not magnetic, right? So really looking at situations you have, if you even look at one situation in your life right now, what are you trying to control? Do you actually have control over it? Or can you let that go? And then what can you control in that very moment? And the way that spirit brings this to me and I feel that this is the overall theme for April. It's really understanding who we are, right? When I talk about my workshop, the you know discovering and uncovering your personal session style, it's not about making you like me. It's about you understanding how unique you are and how special you are and how you uniquely serve the world of spirit. It's about you and uncovering who you are because the world of spirit showed me. I'm like, well, why are we doing this? Like, because we need to build confidence out there my desire through my business is to build capacity i want there to be thousands of light workers because some of my wait lists have gotten up to a thousand people so we need more people doing this work and we need people to do this work confidently and so this is all about building confidence and you build confidence by understanding who you are a lot of people think testimonials are going to bring them confidence like having somebody else like validate you that you're amazing and that you spoke up. If you don't feel it, none of those testimonials are going to land, right? It's about you knowing who you are first. And if other people reflect that, you're like, I'm on the right path. There's a different level of confidence between those two examples, right? So that's how kind of a lot of the work that I'm doing in restructuring what the Spirit School Collective is, which is all around that human aspect around developing the self, understanding the self, because that's the missing piece to people who learn the mediumship technique on paper, you can learn how to connect pretty easily. But when you go step into that arena, and all of a sudden, you realize you fear rejection, you're scared, you don't know how to work with the nerves. That's the human. That's the other side of development that often is not taught in any programs I have ever taken. And that's what the collective is about. Right? And that's what. The workshops and and everything that I create is about like how do we get people feeling more confident? And I've had so much clarity around that in the three weeks that I was able to step away from my business. Funny enough, even though I didn't think about work that much and I didn't check in at all, I was completely disengaged. And then when Spirit's bringing me these inspirations for these messages and Spirit's bringing me the inspirations for the next things I'm doing my business, I'm like, that's the link. It's self-discovery. It's knowing who you are in all your flaws, in all your beauty. So these two things that spirit brings through for April is understanding you meet yourself when you show up and walk through an experience that you've no control over, which could be identified as chaos, right? Because having control is safe. Being out of control is unsafe according to our human experience spirit's probably like, woohoo, buckle up. Here we go. Expansion is coming. And the human is like, oh shit, discomfort is coming. And the spirit's like, yes, discomfort is coming. Right? So, and then also the aspect about control. We are trying to control things we have no control over, and we are being completely apathetic and unmoving in our life in areas that we do have control over. So April is going to be a month of real deep self-discovery. So ask yourself different questions, okay? If you ask yourself a very similar question, I'm like, oh, I wonder what, da, 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 da. think about a different way of phrasing this question. When I didn't have all the tools I have now, I would do one of two things in my more like grounded, like rude, connected to my culture vibe. I would simply ask the world of spirit and I've closed my eyes. Thank you for allowing me to see this from an eagle's eye perspective, right? Nothing flies higher than the eagle. The eagle has that overarching wider lens on every situation. And then when I'm feeling my very feminine and I'm feeling very angelic or spiritual, I would ask the angels, please allow me to see this situation through your eyes, through the eyes of love, right? Love in the end. So that's how I would do it before I could lead myself and talk myself through these experiences. So try some of those different techniques. I hope that these messages land with you. I hope that they make sense for you. I hope that you found even just one mic drop moment for yourself within this inspirational mediumship session, the spirit messages. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for leaving a review. Thank you for signing up for the workshop or joining the Spirit School Collective. Thank you for all the kudos and all the kind messages that you give me. I really, really, really appreciate it. So I will see you on the next episode of the Spirit School podcast, where I will be talking about my goddess week and how I have structured my life and my career, my business to be able to take one week off a month and why I do it and all the details around it. Okay. See you next time.